in a world that tells us that if you're not happy, you can just change your job, end your relationship, start a new one, have a baby, get a puppy or five. We are constantly facing change in the pursuit of happiness. And yet, deep down, we resist this so much because nobody teaches us how to navigate transitions. Well, I'm here to change that. Join me and my guests every week to find the inspiration and actionable steps to dive into your next great chapter. Let's write it together. Everybody, this week I have a special friend. Her name is Tabata Martin, and she is speaker, certified emotional wellness coach, hypnotherapist, and the founder of the Emotional Wellness Mastermind. And she's here today to tell us all about emotional wellness. So thank you for being here, Tamata, and welcome. <laughs> Please. Well, thank you for having me, beautiful. I'm excited to be here and join your community and speak what's on my heart about emotional wellness. So I call it rock the F word feelings, <laughs> all feelings, the good and the unpleasant. If you're human, you're going to have both. So let's just rock them all, right? <laughs> Fantastic. So, so yeah, will you give us your definition of what emotional wellness is and how do you help people with yeah. that? Process? Yeah, it's emotional intelligence. It's really about having a better relationship with all emotions, the good, the unpleasant, and it's really learning to feel and honor them and then having coping tools in your tool belt to really manage them in healthier ways instead of them controlling you. So that could be happiness, practicing happiness, you know, doing the things that give you joy. And it could be anxiety, you know, practicing how to manage your anxiety um, in healthier ways instead of it controlling you and, and running your life. So I work with people on the three R's, just reframing their inner bully thoughts, their mindset to have a confident one, um, coping tools, helping them discover what works for them on reducing, um, you know, stress in the body and then coping tools to relieve anxiety in the body. Yeah, just so we can live happier lives and feel good on the inside and out. <laughs> I love it. So what made you want to specialize in this field? Well, I worked in the field of speech therapy in schools for about 12 years. So I worked with a lot of teens and teachers. Um, so in speech therapy, my job was to help people communicate better. And so for teens, it was like, you know, um, student council kids for public speaking. It was kids that had social skills. Um, you know, they needed to work on social skills, social anxiety. And so I would work on them with, it's called social emotional learning skills, but really it's emotional intelligence, just having a better relationship on managing their emotions so they can show up in better ways. And so that was the start of my career, but it was really my son um, who inspired me to kind of change my career and create an emotional wellness program called, I call it Thriving EQ, but it's a mastermind for emotional wellness. When he entered high school, he experienced um, his anxiety, it really intensified and he experienced anxiety attacks. So from that point, I knew I had to practice emotional intelligence more than ever. And I knew he had two options, either it was going to control him or he was going to control it. And my journey with him from, you know, lo loving school, you know, being a top um, athlete and just, you know, getting good grades to anxiety, like hit his hard where he was sick in the body, 
he was deficient in vitamins, we found out. And so I had to really help him discover coping tools to manage his emotions. And just his journey of the questions he was asking to feel better with the doctors, and eating better and, and just getting coping tools that really helped him move through anxiety inspired me to create a program where I can support um, other moms supporting their kids and women to reduce stress and anxiety in their body as well. Are you finding that maybe because of the last two crazy years or maybe because our society is changing and we're getting more into the digital world, less human interaction, do you feel like our teens and our children are dealing with a lot more anxiety than before? I feel like anxiety and stress has always been a concern, but I do feel like, you know, um, that in the last few years, it's even increased, but I feel like it's always been an issue. But the last few years, we were forced to be more in isolation. So that, it, that really, you know, had kids not be able to be around other people to kind of work through their emotions or even understand how to feel and process them. They were, uh, you know, anxiety intensifies where we, um, you know, it's, it, it can hold you back from moving forward and whatever you want to do. So they were living at home where they weren't in the real world to like move through the discomfort of it. So now that we're back into somewhat of a normal life back into schools um, it's very uncomfortable for kids because they lived in isolation for so long. And so I think they're even struggling more. Mm. So for those moms that are finding themselves in this situation with their kids struggling, do you have a couple of um, coaching tools or emotional techniques that they can start using? Yes. And one of the things that I had to learn too, we always want to protect our kids, right? So anxiety could be um, maybe it is like just being around other kids or public speaking, whatever their anxiety is, um, you know, our brains want, they're designed to keep us safe, right? So when we want to protect our kids, so it may be like, oh, you don't have to go to school today because you're anxious, which really that's just holding them back from building the resilient skills. So I just encourage parents identify their triggers and we need them to practice doing those even more. So if it is public speaking, it's, you know, helping them with conversation starters, conversation builders, you know, things like that. Um, I have a five step, I call it rock the F word feelings that I support parents with. And these five steps are really going to help them manage anxiety and be able to like have control over it instead of it controlling us. And it starts with really just naming our emotions. You know, it, it, it's really, we're taught sometimes to just like ignore them, eat them away, push them away, shop them away. But our brains just calm down like that fight, flight, freeze response when you just name your emotions. Cause now it feels safe. It understands like, Oh, I, I feel this way. So just learning feeling words. That's a huge one. And then teaching kids the physical sensations in the body can feel really scary. You know, like my son was having intensified having anxiety attacks, like your stomach hurts, your heart beats fast. So it's learning like, um, you know, the physical sensations, you are not dying, even though you feel like it and helping them learn how to move through that process. Um, that is huge. And then just really discovering coping tools that work for them to come the nervous system. And we tend to wait and just all of us do until emotional fires hit. And then all of a sudden we want 
what's the quick fix? And it's like those coping tools need to be practiced every day. And if it's for a child, like in the morning before school, not waiting till they're at school, doing things that calm the nervous system down is key. And that takes a lot of practice and just discovering what works for you. So do you work primarily with the uh, kids or do you work with the parents in teaching us how to relate to our kids in a way that can help them decrease anxiety? Um, Both. So I have a mastermind that's just for parents on teaching them the tools of emotional intelligence. It's broken down to five months. So we work on relationships. We work on the coping tools and how to model, um, you know, managing our stress and anxiety and just having a better relationship with ourselves and connection with kids. And I share the tools how to, you know, model it and teach it to your kids. And then I have a separate program where I do one-on-one coaching for um, teens as well. And that could just be just, you know, self-development. It's just learning how to have a a better relationship with all emotions, managing your mindset and, um, you know, just things that's going to help them now until adulthood, instead of waiting until they're in their mid twenties or so. And then all of a sudden, you know, I feel like everyone then like sees a therapist and everything because life gets really hard. And it's like, why, why don't we teach our kids why they're young and continue teaching them these skills? You are so right. Like we need to start it at that stage of their life. We're saving them so much drama and trauma that they're going to be carrying later, later on. I have the pleasure of knowing Tabata in person, and I'm always so impressed as to how you're a constant learner, learner, you're continuously improving your education, and you have so many tools in your tool bed, like from hypnotherapy, EFT, NLP. Which one would you say helps you the most when you are yourself going through, you know, the emotions of parenting and trying to help your clients, your children? What would you recommend for people to look into? My personal favorite is emotional freedom technique. It's a tapping meditation that I do. It's where you tap on energy points on your body in under like 10 minutes. And I do that in the morning. That's my personal favorite. And it's a great way to even teach your kids that. And so I always start my morning with EFT tapping and I have certain different scripts that I use um, to help me with the stress and anxiety. And if I start my day with intention of already doing like having that coping tool, then it sets me up for success throughout the remaining of the day, handling emotional fires, all the things that life throws at us. But it's just starting the morning where we're intention of it. Like, so I, I really highly recommend, um, learning something like that, or even it could be a guided meditation. If you want to do, there's so many guided meditations on the phone that you can download different apps, but um, breathing techniques are great. Just taking a few moments to do a couple of breathing techniques, but EFT is my favorite personally. And I, I love to like teach that to people. I love that. That's um, one of the techniques that you use because very often we ask people to do meditation when they feel anxiety. And I've heard of EFT when you're when the issue is arising but using this preventative measure of just set your day right can really help you bring it into the somatic level yes I love it and the reason why I like DFT is because it's more interactive you're not like so quiet and you actually put a voice to how you feel so you're able to get out your emotions and you put a voice to it so you speak it and then you tap on it and then you use like different affirmation statements that rewire your brain from going to stress to calm. 
And I just needed that. And sometimes we just like really have a hard time even understanding how we feel. And it's a great way to, to just get it out and calm your body. <laughs> For people who have never heard of EFT, emotional freedom mm -hmm. technique, would you be able to run us through a very quick exercise, just explaining what it is and how they could start using it? Yeah. So EFT, there's eight meridian points. They're energy points on our body um, that are proven to calm our body down that we intuitively go to when we're stressed. So you may like when you um, get a headache, you may touch like your head or like when you're stressed, you may touch your heart. So these are certain points already that we go to, but the tapping points are like on your eyebrow point, under your eye, under your nose, your chin points, um, under your arm, and then the top of your head. So I do them in sequence order. And then you um, do the side of your, the side of your hand, you'll actually tap on it. And that is you put a voice to how you feel. So say you're stressed. Like for me, I was really, when my son was experiencing anxiety, I just had a lot of guilt because your mom, your mommy heart wants to like support them. And I didn't know how to support them at that time. So I would just tap, like, even though I have all this anxiety that I want to support my son, I'm really struggling right now. And you repeat whatever's on your heart three times. So you put a name to how you're feeling And then you rewire your brain and you say affirmation statements. So that can be like, you know, I'm able to feel this right now. I'm releasing all this anxiety from my body right now. And just owning your emotions and calming your body down doing this sequence is so powerful. And it's really emotional intelligence. It's feeling, processing your feelings, but not emotionally drowning in them, like allowing it to process and go through your body so you can, you know, show up the way you desire to as a mom or a leader, you know, at work in your relationships. I, I teach my clients as well how to do EFT and I use it for yeah. my personal life wherever I'm stepping out of my comfort zone. And, yeah. you know, um, you and I are, are going yeah. into networking events that to me have always given me a lot of social anxiety, just the, the yeah. prospect of meeting new people. And I use it in the car before I actually get out of my car, yeah. enter the event, I'll do a quick EFT and I'll be, yeah, like you said, I'll name it. I'll say, gosh, I'm feeling anxious. I don't know if I'm going to find someone to talk to. What is going yeah. And then I reprogram it. And it's part of disrupting that pattern, which if we yes. don't do it, we just get stuck in our heads and I won't get out of the car or I'll get out of the car in a, in a mind state that is very anxious, very sort of freezy. And yeah, then it's almost like self-fulfilling prophecy. I will go in there and yeah. it will be anxious. Oh, I love, I love to hear that. I'm so glad that you use it. And so, you know, the power of it, how therapeutic it is. And yeah, I, I personally use it too, right before like public speaking events, right? You know, it's like, oh, am I going to stutter? Am I going to get my message out? And then I tap on rewire my brain, like just focus on your purpose. Your purpose is to really help people discover coping tools. You know, like no one cares if you repeat yourself or whatever. And I have to like really tap on that and just to remind me of that. And so that's so helpful. So yes, and that's why I love it. You can do it in the car. You can do it wherever you are and teaching your kids that too. Like at school, they can do it. There's certain points like they can do it under their desk or in the bathroom, you know, so it's very, very powerful. Since you have your pulse on what kids and teenagers are struggling with the most, What would you say is causing a lot of anxiety in our um, teenage population and children? 
I feel like comparison trap is pretty um, huge right now for kids. You know, they're comparing themselves to other people like social media because, you know, pictures are, you know, everything is not real. So they're watching social media. They have their phones. Um, I feel like that really intenses anxiety. I also feel is just not having a home where parents allow conversations for emotional wellness, like, you know, um, which I call, you know, creating an emotional intelligence home, just creating a safe place where we're not lecturing or giving advice. And it's just like, hey, what made you feel anxious today? What made you feel happy today? Like open the conversation equally and just allow them to speak. Um, I think that is so helpful because then they'll start to communicate with you all of their pleasant, unpleasant feelings, um, just creating space where we're not busy on our phones as well. Um, kids really can benefit from that and just allowing them to know like all feelings are valid, but there are tools where they can show up depending how they want to feel. There are tools that they can feel that way. Um, and that's really helpful. And from the perspective of the parents, what are you seeing yeah. most parents are struggling with? I think the consistency of, you know, setting some clear boundaries or setting space where they talk to them about the feelings, <laughs> you know, because we tend to just want to either fix their problems right away and say, oh, let, let me let me tell you this or use this or that. Um, and it's really hard for us to be patient and allowing them to like feel and process those feelings, allowing them to be anxious. Um, you know, with anxiety, it's about anticipation, you know, of the future or getting, you know, looking forward to things, but anxiety can hold us back by fear. So as parents, I know my son, at first, when he was struggling, like the minute he wanted me to pick him up, I would just pick him up from school. But then like, I had to learn like, that is anxiety taking over, I need to allow him to be at school, I don't want to say suffer, but to build resilience skills. Um, once he learn them and to let them work through that. And that's really tough on parents is just allowing their kids to um, work through those unpleasant feelings without wanting to pick them up from school or fix their problems or, you know, go knock on their friend's door who broke their heart and get all mommy bear on them. It's like, allow them to have a broken heart and <laughs> do the healing work, right? I'm feeling like you're calling me out because the other day I was coming back from a school with my daughter and then, you know, they use us. So how was it today? Yeah. Then she starts telling me all the drama with some kids in a school. And first of all, I'm like, who are those kids? And I'm going, yeah. like, I'm going to contact whoever needs to be contacted. Yeah. And then go like, well, that's not going to work. Let's go next step. And then I started coaching her and I started going into the whole reframe the situation. And, yeah. and then before I knew it, my daughter is so freaking advanced. And she goes, Listen, mom, I know that you're trying to coach me through this and I really appreciate it. But what I need right now is for you to just listen. Okay. I just Oh, I love her already. <laughs> and you're all little Yoda. And I was like, okay, thank you so much for yeah. that, for reminding me, because it's true. Very often, even, you know, us with all of our certifications and degrees, yeah. we get into that space when it's your child and everything goes out the window. You forget yeah. what to play and I just love their intelligence and the way of because we have created a very safe environment where they can express their needs she felt like hey mom I appreciate you but that's not what I need this is what I need and then I was like okay then speak to me I'm, I'm listening oh that's great and just for her to connect with you in that and 
you know, it's great that she knows that you are a coach too, that when she's ready for that, she'll take that. But right now she just wants you to listen to her. And it, it can be hard to take off that, you know, coach hat. So I have to, I always hit the side of my leg to remind me to get grounded. Like, wow, he's talking. Just don't say anything and just allow him to talk. And it's just opening up conversations, you know, with them, like, you know, how do, how do you want to handle it? You know, and if you need support, I'll support you and just waiting for them when they do need the help to come to you. So I'm glad that you do that. <laughs> it's an interesting space that I'm, I'm seeing with trying to learn how to parent, which again, we think that we should know just yeah. because we had a child. Hell no, that's not how it happens. We actually, I'm, yeah. I've been reading all these books and understanding how we first have to do the work of ourselves and then we can communicate that to our children and hold that space and be able to yeah, become the, the role and the person that they need. So I love that you're creating this processes, environments where children are safe to communicate and parents are being guided. So thank you so much for doing this work in the world. I want to ask you and everybody will find the, in the show notes the places to find you, but what is the best way to work with you and where is the best place to find you? You know, Instagram, I'm on Instagram at Tab Martin, T-A-B, and my last name, Martin, M-A-R-D-N. And I have a website under my full name, TabithaMartin.com. Those are the two main places that I send like daily or weekly emotional wellness tips on mental and emotional health. And for anyone who is feeling the pressure and the stress of, you know, anxiety either for themselves or their children do you have one wisdom of nugget that you would like to leave them with yes is that they are not their anxiety or stress you know there's coping tools that can really help you control it instead of you instead of it controlling you and it's just really discovering that what works for you that's such a beautiful hopeful message I love that and and for people to not let themselves fall into overwhelm. Like you said, there are yeah. tools, there are techniques, which just haven't been taught, but you're changing yeah. that. So <laughs> thank you so much for doing that. And I also want to ask you, um, to all my guests, I ask these yeah. two questions. The first one is, where do you see your next great chapter? Well, for me, I see my next um, great chapter in community building with women. I'm um, creating a, it's called the Wellness Babes Mastermind, just women coming together to um, really work on the four wellness core areas. And it, it's going to be once a month, I'm going to host it in person and then once a month online. And it's emotional wellness, physical wellness, mental wellness, and spiritual wellness. So we have a better relationship with ourselves and others. So I'm really excited about that next chapter that's um, coming in January for me. <laughs> That's so exciting. Three is starting strong. I love that. And then where do you see the world's next great chapter? I see the world just normalizing conversations about mental health in the home, you know, talking about just, you know, things that, um, you know, are, you know, mindset, just having negative mindset, like what is causing that? And talking about like coping tools, that's going to really help them manage their mindset, their body and their heart, their anxiety, and even happiness, but just normalizing those conversations. Uh, I feel like the world is on the path to doing that. And, you know, I'm fiercely committed to, you know, supporting that as well through the work that I do. 
I love that. And yeah, you're absolutely right. That is so needed. And the tide is turning. We went from yeah. the dark side of we don't talk about any of this to yeah. now it's like, yeah, we can talk about it and let's figure yeah. out how to help each other. So I love that. Absolutely. I love that you're doing this work. You're an amazing, beautiful soul. So to anyone who is feeling that pressure, that anxiety building up, that frustration with not knowing how to relate to your children, how to help them, then yeah, I hope that they go and find you. I love the new mastermind coming up. So, so excited to have you here today. And thank you so much for all your knowledge and all your wisdom. Oh, thank you. And I love the work you're doing for everyone too. So that's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. And for everybody else, I'll see you next week. Aloha. Hey, if you're passionate about helping others move to the next chapter and want to join one of the fastest growing industries, I would like to invite you to my upcoming training to become a certified holistic divorce coach. Just head over to olganadult.com and click on the Holistic Divorce Institute tab. I can't wait to meet you inside the program.